This is the Douglas Robin Show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Den of Discussion. I'm your host, Douglas Robbins. Today we have Lori Hoover. She is an intuitive guide and a medium, which means she is a psychic. And cover your kids' ears because she is also the host of the, the podcast, Wake the Fuck Up. Lori, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Doug. How are you? Good, good. So nice to have you on the show. You know, we I was on your show a few weeks back and it was such a great conversation. We wanted to continue it. So I'm very glad you're here today. Thank you. I am as well. So, Lori, let's, well, first of all, let's, you know, back it up a little. When did you first learn of these gifts that you had and, and really how did it affect your life? Wow. Um, well, I learned about the gifts. Well, I've always been intuitive. My whole life I've been intuitive, but I didn't really understand that that's what it was. Mm. I just had this knowing about yeah. things. But the uh, as far as the mediumship piece, that was literally tax day of 2015. Tax day. Tax day. Yeah. Funny day. Okay. And I remember it because I went to lunch with a friend and she, we were having this conversation that was all about metaphysical stuff and spiritual things and, and of that nature. And the conversation was so just amazing that it just continued for hours, literally mm. for hours to the point where we had met for lunch. We ended up moving to a different restaurant for dinner to continue no the conversation. Yeah. And then, excuse me, at the end of it, she said that she had, her guides had lined up a bunch of spirits for me to talk to. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? I don't do that. And she's like, yes, you do. And so hmm. she told me what to do, you know, to clear my mind. And, and it was funny. They had this, we were at this restaurant called Big Boy. I don't know where all they are, but uh, they had the placemat and there was this picture with a, uh, an egg over easy. And she's like, just look at the yolk. <laughs> just focus on the yolk and, you know, let clear everything else out. And mm -hmm. so she gave me a series of questions to mentally ask. And I started asking the questions and I would just give her whatever popped into my head, which the fact that anything popped into my head kind of freaked me out to, from the get go. Um, but ever literally everything that came to me, I, gave it to her and she just said I can confirm that I can confirm that I can mm. confirm that and I was like what the hell wow. is happening right now wow and and then that was it but it's never turned off and it has literally changed my entire life it's changed I mean it's almost like restructured my belief system and the way that I connect to nature and to spirit and I mean, like my higher self and my source. And um, it's, I mean, it's been an amazing journey to be honest. And I thought you were going to say it was tax day. Your intuition said, I'm going to get a big return. <laughs> that wasn't it. You got a different return. So how, yeah. you know, as you go through your day, you know, so many of us are on autopilot, just bouncing from thing to thing to thing without really stepping back and observing and thinking about um, what our intentions are or any of that, just kind of going through the motions. So how do you, 
how has this changed your approach to meeting people, to whatever it might be, money, interactions, events? Oh, it's entirely different because I feel like the connection is so much stronger. It has, it has enhanced my own intuition. And so I will never again do anything. If I, if my gut is telling me, no, I will, I just won't, I refuse. I won't do it ever again because I've had so many times where I was like, eh, you know, kind of wish, wishy-washy about it. And then I ended up doing the thing and regretted it in a big way. And so I just, I trust my gut in everything. And I also shifted in that I sort of just, I've been more focused and more present. Mm-hmm. And I have also been more intentional in deciding what I want my life to to truly look like. And then what I decided was that I was just going to say yes to everything that is aligned with that, with Mm. that vision that I have. Do you journal? Do you write these things, a vision statement, those kind of things or, or no? You know, I'm not consistent with any of that. I've done all of those things. I have Mm -hmm. journaled, I have vision boards. Um, I have pictures like, thousands of pictures on my phone, on my computer, things like that. But I don't know, unless it really moves me in some way to, I mean, I don't know if the, I I guess if the desire is really strong enough, then I'll like hang on to it. But I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just lazy. I don't typically follow through (laughs) with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I, I will do it, you know, on and off periodically, but there's nothing that I do on a consistent basis as far as that goes. Yeah. Not, not journaling, not even meditation. Mm-hmm. I, I do always try to at least sit in contemplation, at least for a few minutes, but there's, I don't have anything like that. Yeah. 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 Um. So let me ask you, you know, everyone has experienced synchronicities at time and Often it's when we're feeling good, when we're feeling sort of expanded and life seems to be flowing and we're in a good place. And that's when, you know, the synchronicities, odd sort of, you know, circumstances develop that, you know, seem to be aligned with us. Sometimes we see repetitive number patterns or maybe seeing things out of the corner of my eye or something. You know, as I've mentioned on the pre-show, have some stuff going on and I've been waking up a lot in the middle of the night. Often when I look at the clock, it's three thirty-three mm-hmm. for a few nights in a row. Um, and I feel like a lot is trying to happen. And often when it's the quietest, that's when guides or whatever you want to, you know, say intuition can arise. What, what can you say about say synchronicities, for instance? For me, the synchronicities are, indicative of being on the right path you're heading in the right direction and when you get a number sequence like that i will google there's a a website that i specifically use because i just really like what she's written about each numbers it's joanne sacred scribes it's a woman uh in australia and I will just Google, I'll, you know, put in an angel number, whatever it is, and look it up. And I'll go to her site and, and read. And it's amazing hmm. how it's so in alignment with what I am currently experiencing. 
But I will say, Doug, that I've had experiences with synchronicities that have shown up for me when I wasn't in a good space, Mm. like almost like answered prayers, if you will. And so it's just, it's not necessarily about your vibrational state. Mm -hmm. It is more about you being in alignment with an answer showing up. Okay. Right. Because we're often told, well, you have to be in a good place for it for success, for all these things. Well, there's plenty of people who are bitter and are successful, if you will. Uh, I'm a writer and plenty of writers and not in great states, states of mind. Um, or when you're really kind of acutely sort of desperate for something to happen, mm-hmm. something good, getting out of an old job into a new situation or maybe a relationship or, or you know whatever it might be, new apartment, some dire situation that you have to change. It seems those synchronicities sort of line up when your emotions, your thoughts, your intentions are kind of laser focused. Yeah, for sure. And and the reason I said that it's not always when you're in a good place is because I remember one time when my, my son was in kindergarten, I was taking him to school. My ex-husband, he drove my car all the time because mine was nice and he left me with his crappy van (laughs) and so i was driving my son to school which i don't know it was maybe just a little over a mile or something like that well no half mile maybe a mile and a half and so we just got out of the sub and bare you know not even the half a mile mark maybe a quarter of a mile into the journey and this wonderful van breaks down this is it's cold and just we were not really dressed properly to have something like that happen so um but my son decided he wanted to continue on he wanted to walk and go to school he was really adamant about going to school Mm -hmm. so we set out on this walk under you know like i said we weren't dressed right for it or anything like that so we get make that first half a mile and i mean by this time we're both freezing cold it had started uh snowing like rainy you know rainy snowy whatever Mm -hmm. and i was just like i was in tears i was feeling like the worst mom ever we're both freezing and i literally put it out there and i said you know universe i at this point i don't care if you send me a trucker please send somebody to get us out of this cold yeah and i literally within two minutes this woman this well this van passed us turned down the side street and then came back around and pulled up and we were on this is we're on a highway Mm-hmm. Like we have to cross two major highways to get to his school. And so this woman pulls up and she, she rolls down the window and asks if we're okay. And I walked over to the, to the window, to the uh, passenger side to talk to her. And she said, God told me to stop and pick you up. No kidding. And it was the craziest thing. And turns out she had literally just left where we were going. She had just dropped her own children Mm. off at the same school 
And so obviously my intuition told me, yeah, this was literally sent for you. It's okay to get in, you know? So we got in the van. She took me to, you know, took, went to the school. I took him into the office and got him situated and she actually waited and took me back to the house. And Hmm. so it was just me being so in alignment with a resolution with an answer to show up, you know, but then I've had some really, really amazing experiences as well that were, you know, completely the opposite. They were, I was just in such a high state that, you know, the universe just surprised the shit out of me with what showed up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I want to ask you, um, you know, sometimes we hear things or, or for instance, I've sometimes it's louder and, than other times. Um, so on a, on a minor note, I had a, I play softball and, and I never wear a hat at night. It's at night, you know, the sun has pretty much gone down, but the other night something said, you should grab a hat. And I was like, yeah, why would I want to, why would I wear a hat? And then, um, I considered a second. I was like, nah, I'm okay. And so I go to the game, and as soon as the game starts, it starts raining. And I wear glasses. Glasses and rain don't work well when you're playing a game. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's why I needed to wear a hat. Right. I should have listened. Um, and there's been several times where I've heard things quietly, and I've heard things loudly. And, and if you don't mind, I'll give you a couple examples. Sure. So I had a motorcycle accident years ago and I was, I used to live in New York city and I was in a bad mood. Uh, just felt very dark and angry and frustrated. Uh, and was riding down park Avenue and I had this strange little sensation, but I couldn't identify what it meant. Just sort of this odd feeling. So like my mind didn't understand sort of what the, that, intuition or, or, or information was. And so I wrote a little further and there was this group of people walking across the road. And that's common in New York city. People walk up to the line, they wait, and then they keep going. And so there was a group of about 10 or 15 people and I slowed down. I had a green light and, um, you know, I kind of, I think I honked a little bit so they knew I was there and the group waited So the group kind of walked up to my lane and stopped. But then a woman from the back of the group wasn't paying attention. And she had a drink in her hand and kept walking. And so I had to, you know, do whatever I could to not hit her. Um, Went down on the bike. The bike caught fire, you know, hurt myself, obviously, et cetera. And so I had had that little inkling of some sort of information, but I couldn't identify it. Right. It kind of was there, but other things were happening and I was in a bad mood. So maybe I didn't hear it clearly. Um, And then I had the accident. But that was sort of like the gut, in my opinion, saying, hey, man, something is happening. You need to pay attention. Yeah. And to get back to what you were saying earlier is like I might I listen to my gut, that inner guidance system. You know, I might identify pros and cons of something you know, buying a car or whatever it might be, um, this or that information. But ultimately, it's that gut 
that gut decision that broader self really knows a lot more than my brain knows. And I make decisions often that way. But why? And I'm going to tell you one of the crazy things, and I've never said this on a recording or in public. So, and I'm curious what you, what you think about this, because it's such a strange thing um, is years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago. I don't even know how long I was in a supermarket and you know, they have like bank counters in a supermarket. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just kind of walk up, but you're still in the supermarket. Yep. And so I, you know, I did my little transaction and then I was maybe five, 10 feet away and something a voice very loud, very distinct yelled at me and said, turn around. And it was not my voice. Mm. It would have been crazy if it was my voice. <laughs> the turn around. And I turned around and there was a guy, maybe three people back kind of looked somewhat like me, um, had a beard, had blue eyes though. And that voice said, he's your brother. And I was so like, it was so out of the blue to me. I had no idea how to interpret it or I had never had any voice speaking to me so distinctly. I'd had other things in the past, but not like that. And it was just, I didn't know what to do. If I had had a, like, you know, like in a movie, I would have had the perfect response, but I really would have, or should have said, you know, walked up and said, Hey, do I know you or something like that? But Ultimately, I just walked away from it because I didn't know what to do. So it was such a bizarre out of left field and a voice screaming at me, basically. He's your brother. So all these different examples of some sort of intuition guides some other entity, if you will. What, What do you make of those? Like I said, sometimes it's a small voice, the softball the ride, the accident, and sometimes it's a very loud voice. What, what is what is happening there? It's a loaded question, I know. Well, and because I think that it can be multiple things, actually, mm-hmm. um, because I think that the gut, the, that instinctual thing that's not necessarily a voice, it's just a knowingness, mm-hmm. I think that is actually your inner GPS or whatever, but I think that's oftentimes when we hear something audibly, I mean, you may not actually hear it with your ears, but you know, you hear this voice in your head. I think that that could be like your spirit guides or that could even be, uh, you know, ancestors. It's just your ancestors. Oh, ancestors. Like whoever your team is, you know, because we all Mm. have like, I don't know. I've heard that we have five guides at least. And then, you know, we all have loved ones who have passed and that will pop in for certain things. So yeah, I think when it's like that, when it's actually a voice in your head, that it could be either of those things. Yeah. As opposed to your intuition. Yeah. Right. Cause the intuition is more of an information as opposed to hearing a voice. I've had a couple of the times where very significant change took place because I heard this voice and I did not act on something which could have caused me to be paralyzed or worse uh, if I had done something. Right. So I heard this voice, 
a different voice. <laughs> um, so, shout at me also. So did you, with, with regard to the, he's your brother, mm. was there anything that ever transpired later about that? Did you find out that you have a, a brother or? Not exactly. So, and I'm curious to do the ancestry.com thing or, or see if I'm connected to anyone, but there was a strange or small development. So my father had passed away about 10 or so years ago and his sister's a few years younger. And a few years ago, she had revealed that, or she claims anyway, that he had been married briefly before my mother. Very briefly, like for a few days, but it was an old. Mm. I have no idea, you know, how accurate that is or not. Um, but maybe that's, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Right. So you have a half And he was a very closed guy, so he would never have admitted to something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Very interesting. I know, I know. I, I, I really need to get to the bottom of that because that doesn't happen every day. So, uh, no, I yeah. would not imagine that it would. Yeah. So, Lori, tell us about your show a little bit and kind of this awakening. And I've heard this before: uh, awakening on the planet, new energy coming, new you know information, people's evolution. What what is happening there? Well, we are individually. Let's just say we're cleaning shit up. <laughs> okay. You know, we should. Yeah. We can muck it up pretty good. Yeah, it's time yeah. to clean it up. Absolutely can. But we are, and when I say we're cleaning shit up, I mean like within ourselves, we're healing, right? We're yeah. releasing things that no longer serve us. We're cutting cords with, with people in situations that are toxic to us. Yeah. We are effectively raising our vibration. And I'm sure any of your listeners understand about vibration and that everything is energy and all of that. But so by individually raising our vibrations, we are then collectively raising the vibration of the planet. Yeah. So, but the premise of the podcast, Wake the Fuck Up, is literally to get people to pay attention to what in the hell they're doing to how we're showing up individually and collectively on the planet, yeah. what we're doing to the planet, you know, come in. And I, I mean, and I really do have a very broad scope of things that I'll talk about on the show because I discuss things like this spirituality and things like that, because I am a medium and I'm connected to a lot of people who are, in the holistic field and things of that nature. But I also bring in people to talk about climate change and, um, you know, different ways of, of rehabilitating, if you will, the soil, you know, regenerative farming and things like that. Um, because I want people to literally wake the fuck up, pay attention, look at what we're doing here. You know, the, the stuff that we ingest is just Terrible. beyond ridiculous. It's toxic to us. And, know. you know, we don't take care of ourselves. We don't take care of our planet, especially here in the States. I mean, we eat like shit. It's ridiculous. I know. And so just getting that different perspective for people who, 
may have had their heads buried in the sand for the past, you know, three decades or whatever and are oblivious to what's going on. Um, although I, I am a little bit opinionated about that because I, I don't feel that we have the right to claim ignorance anymore. I just don't. The information yeah. is readily available everywhere. You can go on Netflix and there are 10 different documentaries about everything from food to gardening and, and all of the different things that are, you know, affecting the planet. Yeah. So I want people to, uh, you know, lighten up that damn footprint. Um, what would you say about being more mindfulness? You know, I think that that's something uh, kind of we alluded to earlier in the show about uh, it's easy to be on autopilot and just kind of go through the motions. Are you still with me? Lori? Lori? You don't hear me? There you are. Lost her for a second. What would you say about, you know, we had alluded to earlier about just kind of sometimes we're on autopilot and we're often just working from these essentially belief systems and um, that's how we're living day to day. And, you know, but what would you say about um, being more mindful, you know, more mindful about what we're eating, you know, because again, what you were just saying, I mean, we eat a lot of things that are not healthy, uh, preservatives, hormones, things that really should not be even considered food because they're not. I mean, food is essentially supposed to be, you know, nutritionally sound and, and life sustaining. So what would you say people could be more mindful about and how to be more mindful? There are so many different things that you can touch on as far as that particular thing goes, because literally paying attention to what you are putting in your body. So even if that's as simple as reading the label, you know, looking yep. at what's in this air quotes food. Yeah. Um, or, you know, even, even doing what they've, tried to initiate all that time ago with the meatless Mondays and things like that, you know, mm -hmm. making a shift to eating a more plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, but also anything that they've already put in place, like carpooling and, and things like that, anything that you can do, recycling is huge. Although, you know, here we found out that such a small percentage of the things that we attempt mm -hmm. to recycle are actually being recycled. Yep, absolutely. Um, just get involved in because even though our governmental agencies and the people that they've con uh, contracted with to do this recycling, even though they're falling short, there are other companies that are taking, like say the plastics, for instance, they're taking those plastics and they are, repurposing them and turning them into like, you know, beaded bracelets, for instance, or yeah. using them as bricks and things like that and actually yeah. building with them, you know, yep, absolutely. Reach to, yeah. So reaching out to, you know, any of these people that are doing things like that. Um, there are just so many things, that, but it is just a matter of paying attention. Yeah. Pay attention to what you're doing. 
And, and I'm going to say this, um, and I've scoffed at this many times in the past, just because I'm, I'm a bit of a smart ass, but when you go for a job interview, let's say one of the things that they always ask about is how good are you at multitasking? Mm-hmm. Nobody is good at multitasking, Doug. <laughs> Nobody, because you cannot give your full attention to five things at once. You just can't. Right. And right. so you end up half-assing everything that you are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't attempt to multitask. You know, whatever it is that you're doing, give it your full focus. Yeah. Well, I think that that's half the battle is bringing it actually into consciousness, into focus, into an intention instead of it just sort of being under the surface, running like a computer program, how we go our, through our day sort of on autopilot. But um, yes. that is the mindfulness uh, key. But And then uh, I'll ask you one other question is, what can people do to enhance or improve their intuition so they can hear it? A little better they can ask questions that that hopefully can get the right answers to first and foremost i would say if you don't meditate try start with that start even if it's not a formal type of meditation there are guided meditations you can do but even just sitting quietly just for five minutes just sit there and just try to I'm not going to say clear your mind because that's <laughs> that's almost impossible. But what you want to do is whatever happens to pop up in your mind, just allow it to be. Like, and what I mean by that is just acknowledge the thought, but don't follow it. Yeah, don't act. Yeah, exactly. So just okay, it's there. It is. I acknowledge yeah. it, and, and then that's it. And yeah. And it's amazing how quickly things can shift where you will begin actually hearing guidance. Yeah. Well, that is true because when you clutter your brain, there's no room. There's no room to hear anything else. When we're so busy with kind of the immediate gratification, oh, I'm bored. Let me get on myself. When I'm bored, let me go do this. Let me go do that. You know, it's, it's, there's a time and a place in a sense. Not to be bored, but to sit quietly, not engaged with the external world. And this is what allows, what I've experienced, allows that intuition, that information, those uh, signs of inspiration. Einstein spoke about it. Richard Branson speaks about it. You know, letting yourself sort of be disengaged. Uh, Einstein had many of his best uh, inspired ideas when he's playing music or just playing, you know, having fun, laughing. Richard Branson, you know, huge um, entrepreneur said he tries to play almost three or four hours a day yeah. because that's keeps him fresh. That's where the information flows and that's how he can be most productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And it's funny that you would mention him because somebody had asked me on a podcast where I was a guest if I, if I were to meet one person, um, who would it, who would it be that I would want to meet? And for me, it was actually Richard Branson, because oh. I think that he's just, he does many, many amazing things. He's very active in helping, like he's got this little think tank sort of thing going on, you know, where he helps people, uh, almost like Shark Tank, you know, but his what? own 
Maybe it was my intuition to bring him up today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Lori, it's been so much fun speaking with you. Uh, I love that you just say it as it is, how you feel it, how you think it. Um, because mincing words, hiding words, speaking superficially, like never accomplishes anything. So I'm glad we, we were able to have that kind of just honest discussion. That's how we all move forward. Yes. And thank you. I appreciate that. And I, again, and thank you for having me on the show. This is, uh, you know, I always, I love talking with you and I agree. It's, we need to have more conversations with substance. Yeah. 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 And trying to, instead of trying to sell some story with an agenda or some, you know, getting uh, viewers or listening just, just for drama's sake, you know, like content is the key and there's so much misinformation um, that I think it's imperative for all of us to kind of pull back and say, no, 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 we need facts here. We need real information, something to hang our hats on, if you will. Um, Lori, you can find Lori Hoover at uh, wake the, the fuck up with an exclamation uh, point. Any any other place where, where people can find you, Lori? Uh, yeah, on Facebook. I, I It's just, um, which one should I send them to you? I, I guess it's um, facebook.com and then it's the forward slash intuitive underscore Lori. Or no, it's just intuitive Lori. And then on Instagram, it is in it's at intuitive underscore Lori. So okay. I'm, I'm on Twitter as well, but that's glorious 1111. But I don't really do much there. Yeah. But the Facebook thing that I kind of on my personal page, I will link that to my business page. And uh, I do pull a card a day. And that's how people contact me if they wanted to get a reading or something like that. Mm -hmm. But. And they can, people can always reach out to me if they're trying to find you. So, um, well, Lori, it's been such a, a pleasure speaking with you today. Thanks, Doug. It was great talking with you as well. We all need to listen to our guides and intuition. That is for sure. Yes, we do. Absolutely. All right. You have a great day now. Thanks, Doug. You too. Thank you. Be well. You too. Thank you for listening to The Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.